Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tilly, where we explore everyday topics for everyday people. I hope something that is said may encourage, motivate, or give you a different outlook than before. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy these next few minutes. Let me tell you something. It's already May. Holy mackerel. May starts this week. Can you believe that? I literally feel like 2019 just started. But let me tell you something. I've got a good one to go out of April with. And it's fixing to be wild. And let me tell you something. We're fixing to talk about being scared of what's in front of you. We're going to look at David and Goliath in a way that maybe you've never seen this story before. You don't have to be in church to know the story of David and Goliath. And we're going to see what's keeping you from the blessing in front of you. So, you better get ready because we fixing to kick May in with a boom. Leave April in the past because 2019, we coming for you. I literally just said we were going to kick 2019 in and it's the fifth month going into the fifth month of 2019 so if you didn't catch the holy wagon to start in january you still catch it now because if you're anything like me uh maybe you missed it and you feel like you're a little bit behind hey that's perfectly fine hop on it right now but anyway and and that's my new word is holy wagon that's i've been saying that a lot here lately um but what do you think so what do you think about this and right before we get a message what would y'all think about some merch some t-shirts, some hats, I don't know, something, throw it out there. Y'all be interested? Yeah, L- let me know what you think, because uh, I might have to do something. I've had a few people ask about it, and uh, never really thought I would need anything to that extent, but, I mean, I'm always up for something new, some Talks with Tilly t-shirts. You never know. I think that, that might be kind of cool, put the holy wagon on. Hey, that could work. I, I'm kind of digging the sound of it. Anyway, like I told you, we're going to hit kind of a cool story today and God showed me something. And this is the, actually it was the third point in my sermon that I was telling you about that I started on last week. And, uh, it's really the only two points we're going to hit out of it. And next week we're going to start something else, but it's talking, it's talking about being scared of what's in front of you. And I want you to think about this right here. We all know the story of David and Goliath, you know, little David defeats big Goliath, um, and all these things. And we look at when reference you know the Goliath in your life and things like that but I really want to take this story on and look at it from a little different perspective we see that Goliath you know he was standing out in uh in front of the Philistine army and all the Israelites were looking at him and you know some scholars say that he was over nine foot tall and uh just a big massive guy like you know definitely like somebody you'd be scared of if you're like man i've got to fight him like you've got to be kidding me um and we see this it says uh in first samuel 17 11 says on hearing the philistines words saul and all the israelites were dismayed and terrified like they weren't even just terrified they were dismayed as well like you know it's bad like you know there's a problem when they weren't just terrified they were dismayed too so like you know when they were looking at me like man uh this ain't happening god you like what are you doing right now there's no possible way i'm not going out there you lost your mind i'm sitting right here you know goliath was out there for 40 days shouting these words of the israelites and all these things um but we see this and here's where i really want to kind of break down and start looking at some serious stuff 
the story of David and Goliath, we always know that this little guy overcome this huge mountain. I want to look at David's point of view of this whole situation. Because I think this was really uh, what conquered, or how he conquered Goliath. Um, we we know that he um, slung stones, and, and the stones hit him in the head, and knocked him down, and you know all these things. But I believe before any of that had could happen, I think this is what was the ultimate change and one of the ultimate things that go goes with it we know that david had his faith in god and this is something that when god showed it to me i think it absolutely blew my mind but david's focus was never on goliath and you say what are you talking about cody you lost your mind but think about this david's focus was never on goliath David's focus was on how he was going to overcome Goliath. David wasn't worried about how big he was. David wasn't worried about uh, what he could do him. David wasn't worried that, you know, this guy was so massive he could probably, you know, like rip him in half. At least that's the way I picture this. You know, David's focus went to how am I going to defeat this guy? Like, everybody else, you know, they're just standing there. They're not doing nothing. Um, You know, they've been out for 40 days. This big monster, he's just like, and he keeps hollering, and he's defiling the the name of God. And and David wasn't going to stand for that. So David's focus went to, well, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to overcome Goliath? And we see that once he defeated Goliath, that David was literally a rock star. Some of you will get that in 20 or 30 minutes. That's Dad Joke 101. But he was a rock star, um, both in the literal and figurative sense. So, but here's what, I, here's what I, I'm getting at with you today. Fear comes when you focus on the mountain instead of how you're going to climb it. I'm sure if David's focus would have been on Goliath, he might have not have ever wanted to go out there. If his focus would have been, man, that is a big guy, you know, I'm little, I don't know how I'm going to do this, I'm just a boy, you know, if his focus would have been on Goliath, there's a chance he never would have went out there, but his focus wasn't on Goliath, it was how he he was going to overcome Goliath, and that he put his faith and his trust in God that he was going to give him a way to overcome him, and you say, well, I'm like, what are you trying to tell me, Cody, like, what, what are you saying to me, well, I want you to think about this. We hear that, you know, there's mountains in our lives. There's, there's things in our lives that there's things in our lives that we're just trying to um, get over. The mountain, whatever it is, whatever we're struggling with, whatever it may be. The uh, person in our life that we just can't seem to let go of. Whatever it is, there's a mountain in our life. And sometimes it's easier just to, to deal with it than to actually overcome it. And we say, and we never feel like we get over this mountain. We feel like that mountain is always going to be there. You know, that it's one of those things that when we look at it, we're like, there's no way this thing's going to move or it's going to take me forever to get over. Because here's the thing. We estimate our chance of success based on the size of the mountain. What you're doing, what you're facing with, a lot of the times you feel defeated because you just look at the mountain and you see how big it is. 
you're looking at your Goliath and you're focused on Goliath. You're not focused on how you're going to overcome it. You look at your mountain and you're not focused on how you're going to get over your mountain. You're focused on how big the mountain actually is. And when you look at the size of the mountain and you look at how little you are compared to that mountain, you say, there's no possible way I can get through this. And that is a lie straight from the devil. Because last time I checked, God says, you can do all things through me. That it says that God works all good for the things that work for his purpose. Think about this. You can't tell how big the mountain is when you're in the middle of climbing it. Sometimes you're so scared of how big the mountain is, you don't even want to start to climb it. It's easier just to sit there and look at it and say, man, if, like, if I don't even start to climb it, I don't even have to worry about it. And as much as I wish that was true, it's not. That mountain is still there. You're still going to have to overcome it. And you say, well, well give, me, give me a real life scenario of this. Give me something that uh, you know maybe I would relate to. And, and I'll give you two or three right here. And this first one might hit you a lot different than you ever thought about. What about somebody that you're chasing but doesn't seem to be chasing you back? What about that person that you're just like, you're head over heels for, but they just don't seem to like you back, and you're just like, well, you know, I just, I, I'm going to keep trying, I'm going to keep trying, but do you have this this huge mountain? You're like, how am I going to, you know, it, it's easier for me just to keep trying to get them to like me than actually, like, have to deal with the fact of moving on. And I know that might have just hit you in the gut right there, but sometimes you have to look at it and you, you know, if they're not going to give you their time, don't continue to waste your time trying to get theirs. I saw a picture on Facebook and uh, it, I kind of laughed when I when I saw it. And I don't remember it word for word, but it was something along of uh, along the lines of take mixed signals as a no. And I was like, well, okay, wow, that's um, that's kind of funny, but kind of deep in the same sense of. You need somebody in your life that's going to appreciate your time. Like, I want you to realize something. Time is the one thing you're never going to get back. Like, like always remember that. And that's one of my models of life. Time is the one thing I know that I will never get back. It's one thing that I have to cherish dearly because no amount of money, no amount of of anything is going to buy my time back. So how I spend that and what I spend it on it's got to be pretty dear to me. That's that's why when I, when I look at certain stuff and I have to watch myself because I'm one of those guys that I will sit in the office and I will work and I'll work and I'll work, and before I realize it, I've I've put off everybody else because I'm worried about working. And over the last probably year or so, I've really noticed myself being in this routine, and I've had to make myself make time for the things that matter. But in that same scenario, you need to quit giving your time to somebody who doesn't want it, who who's not appreciating it. Let me tell you something. There's somebody out there that that will, and and I know you you may know them, you may not know them yet. But you say, okay, well that that's not the scenario I'm in. Give me another example, Cody. All right. Whatever the addiction is you're dealing with right now. 
that you say there's no possible way I'm gonna you know I'm gonna get over this mountain is huge so I'm just not even gonna start to climb and I'm not even gonna try to get over this because I know I like I've, I've tried to start climbing once or twice and I fell off whether it's you know um, let's say that you're trying you're trying to quit some some sort of drug or you're trying to quit drinking or you uh, or you're addicted to p- pornography or that you're addicted um, to self self worthlessness. And you say, wow, you know, you, you literally, you can't make yourself feel confident in yourself. And you say, I'm just not even going to try to find the, to, I'm not going to try to find my self-confidence because I've tried and I just can't do it. And you say, I, I'm not even going to try to climb that mountain because I've been there and I've, I've done it. And it's just like, I, I'm just not even going to try to mess with it. And I'm going to say that if that's the case, were you more worried about looking at the mountain or were you looking at how you're going to overcome it and knowing that you've got the god of all gods and the king of all kings saying i've already won this battle for you do you realize something that you have to accept a blessing that 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 a lot of times when when god sends something in your life he's going to be trying like there's a lot of times god sends us a blessing and he's just waiting for us to, to take the step to accept it now he does send some blessings that that they just hit us, and you're like, man, like you know, you, you didn't even realize how big of a blessing it was at the time. But there are some blessings that that we see that you have to be willing to accept. And if you're not going to accept it, then you're like, well, of course I, I would, you know, of course I'm going to accept the blessing. But sometimes it doesn't come in the way, shape, or form we think it's going to, so we just automatically reject it. Think about this right here, that. Whatever your mountain is, whatever your struggle, like it, it, let's use the addiction that we've been talking about. Whatever that addiction is, is if you've if you've been more focused on that addiction than how you're going to overcome it, you're going to have a lot harder time trying to feed it. When when David's focus was on how he was going to overcome him and trusting that God had his back, we I mean we see the results. And I and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this is an easy thing. I'm not just saying, oh, snap your fingers and 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 it's gone. I like it's probably gonna take some work, without a doubt. But you have to be willing to start climbing that mountain. You have to be willing to start the process because here's the thing. You can't tell how big the mountain is when you're in the middle of climbing. Sometimes you see a huge blessing in front of you. But the fact of it is, you're scared of moving forward because you've already counted yourself out because of the size of the mountain. You've already estimated your chance of success based on that size of the mountain. You haven't based it on your chance of overcoming it. You based it on the size of what's in front of you. Last time I checked... Um, Matthew, it it says that that the faith the size of a mustard seed, that with the faith of the size of a mustard seed, you can say to a mountain, move, and it'll move. I don't know about you, but whatever your mountain is this week, whatever it is that, that you're dealing with, whatever your Goliath is, I pray that you begin to look at how you're going to overcome it. And quit focusing on the mountain. And you say, well, how do I figure out how I'm going to overcome it? Well, get in the Word. 
Spend time in prayer. See what God says about it. You know, I think we overlook that sometimes. We always think, well, all right, well, you know, yeah, I believe in God. Yeah, I trust God. Yeah, of course, God, 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 yes. But at the end of the day, how many times do we look to see what he actually says about it? How many times do we look to see how we should actually handle that sort of situation? The Bible's there to teach us and lead us. I always love the, the acronym for, for Bible, Biblical Instructions Before Leaving Earth. It's there to help you. It's, th- it's there to help guide you. They're not just some random stories put together in a book to read for fun. It's there to help. So whatever your Goliath is, whatever your mountain is this week, I just pray that you find God and you find the strength to look at, at how to overcome it. So that's my Tilly Talk this week. Y'all the coolest people in the world. I love y'all. Have a great week.